love you guys. Bonking saved my sanity on a 16-week-old puppy who kept barking and whining in the crate. Yep. After struggling with this for weeks, the bonk stopped this behavior immediately. Yep. Thank you. So who's that? That is Sheridan. So Sheridan, ironically, most people, if not in the top 99% of people, would tell you that's wrong to do. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't correct the puppy. It'll create a negative association with the crate, a negative association with you. You'll ruin the relationship with the dog. All I can say to this is it's a line of it's a line of fucking bullshit. And you just proved it again. The proof is in the results. Not shutting up your dog, that's a bad relationship. Because then all you do is get angry and mad and you'll yell. That's it. So you did exactly what you were supposed to do, and that is exactly what we do. And now the dog has learned to shut up in the crate. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? Um, this is Jeff Gelman and Joelle for the wonderful, wonderful What Would Jeff Do show. Streaming live from beautiful, sunny Florida where it is 85 degrees some days right now. So that's exciting. And um, you've been outside a lot, you know, enjoying the sun, which is really, really nice. Um, this is a Q&A show. It's the What Would Jeff Do show. The what Would Jeff Do show is based on folks that are struggling with their dogs. And um, you ask a question, Joel types it, you type it, Joel asks it, and I answer it. You'll notice that most of the questions are always like, how do you stop? How do you stop? How do you stop? So most of my questions are, the responses are, the answers are, you have to apply a punisher. And there is an art to applying a proper punisher. Now, I don't go into the depth of the art because we don't have enough time, but we've got videos that go over that. But the concept that you can fix an unwanted behavior by ignoring it or um, by rewarding it is or redirecting it is false. You need to apply a correction. Corrections takes one to two seconds out of 86,400 seconds in a day. It's no big deal. It's the start. It's step one. Then after that, obviously, you've got all your reward-based training afterwards. Mm -hmm. But you always have to be ready to apply that apply that uh, correction. Punisher. I use the word punishment because that is the actual term for it. It's applying a punisher. So for all you folks out there that are science-based and they want to like get all nitty-gritty on that, it's like, no, it's called a punisher. That's the word for it. So get over it if you don't like it. Um, get over a lot of shit if you don't like it, actually. So as long as Joelle does not go on a rant um, or multiple Try rants, and we will we will end this show at 6 o'clock. And even if we do, we end the show at 6 o'clock. So, Joelle, what do we got? Um, Delta love. Jeff, hope you're having a good day. Question, how do you get your dog to stop barking at other dogs while in the house, but not at people? Is there a bonding problem going on here? No. Whoever told Hold you. On, there's more. Oh, sorry. Um, she's a GSD, five years old, and bonded with my late husband. I use a prong, e-collar, treats. The biggest thing, I'm sure, is my old age and not much exercise. She always wags her tail when a person comes, but it's with dogs, it's totally different. Right. After a year and four months, is she still waiting on him to come home? No. You're humanizing the fuck out of the dog. Okay. You don't use food to stop barking. A tool is just a tool. Training is training. Without the right training, a tool is useless. 
Um, you do not need to bond with your dog. I could come to your house right now. I'm not going to, but I could. And I can get your dog to stop barking in about three seconds. And I don't even know your dog's name. I have not done anything with your dog, but I can stop a behavior. So you've humanized this dog too much. This waiting for the dog. What, what does barking at a gastro dog have to do with your husband not being there? What does that have to do with it? Nothing whatsoever. So a remote collar, uh, you'll be, the dog barks, you say no. This is the sequence. Your dog barks, you say no, then you apply a punisher. Now we have to find out the punisher that works. Remote collar is great. A bonker is great. I noticed you also mentioned that you, you, bonker is not working. Bonker has worked great. You're most likely not deploying it strong enough. You might not be able to deploy it strong enough, which is fine. Use a remote collar. That's how you stop barking. You can stop barking at the front door in literally one second. You can eliminate it in one second. That's how quickly we do it. That's how quickly we do it. It does not take long to do. So it's not a bonding issue. It's not waiting for the husband to come home. It's not anything but you just need to learn a proper punisher. That is the answer. That is the only answer. Now, how you apply that Punisher and what that Punisher is, that's where we can start getting into different options. But that's how you stop. How do you stop an unwanted behavior? By applying a Punisher. Next. Garcia family, just wanted to you to know, I was searching for you the other day as I see a grandmother walking her grandchildren to school in the morning, and I'm afraid the dog is going to pull her arm out of the socket. I've been searching for you as I could not remember your name, and I haven't needed you since you saved our puppy a long time ago. I could not find you with any searching despite being subscribed. Just an FYI for you and yours. Um, now that you're live popped up, your name is being written down for me and that grandmother. So my name is Jeff Gelman. It's solid canine training. I'm easy to find, but you don't need me to stop this problem. Wherever you are located, any decent dog trainer, any decent dog trainer can help this grandmother out. Any decent dog trainer can help this grandmother out. Okay. You don't need me. I don't need to help her. So she needs to, if she doesn't realize that she has a problem, then that's also on her. But you know, don't, don't, you can give her my name, but you don't need to give her my name because in your town, there's probably people that can easily help her easily. Stopping a dog from pulling is one of the easiest things in the world. Next. $10 top chat from parking lot Patty. Nice to see you. Einstein is doing great. We advanced slowly, but we advance. He's been sitting calmly around the neighbors now, and they're very impressed with his changes. Wow. Thanks for your help. You're welcome. Good job. Hey, Angelo. Ange. Next. Um, Bill said, what to do if the bonker isn't working? Um, you're most likely not deploying it hard enough or early enough. If the dog is already in drive, it's too late. It's too late to do. Next. Delta loves to thank you and have a great day. Your team is awesome. Well, just waiting. I'm, wait I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Don't want to interrupt you. Okay. Um, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. Also with a bonker, it's important you say no first, wait a second and then deploy. And you do it at the first sign the dog is going to do something unwanted. Historically, when you do it when the dog is already doing it, it's not as effective. Next. Laura said, hello, J&J. &J. Hello, how are you? 
Kristen, yay, second live. Question, 80-pound dog throws its ass into our legs, wanting attention. How do I properly correct? Okay. Got my mini educator. Corrected when leash reactivity towards other dogs on high. Hasn't done it again. Good. Okay. You can try that with the, the leg thing, but you can also have somebody helping you and have them have a leash on the dog with a training collar on the dog. And when the dog throws itself into your leg, they can pop them away from you. You can also knee them really hard. You can also do a behind the back um, foot maneuver. You can also do that. You can also bonk the dog. So you've got a lot of ways to do that. A lot of dogs are just not spatially aware. So just remember every time the dog, every time the dog does an unwanted behavior, it's being reinforced for doing the unwanted behavior. So every time the dog is successful, it's technically saying you're allowing to do it. Now, obviously, you don't want the dog to do this and you're trying, but it's not working. So getting a dog to be more spatially aware is what you can also do is drive yourself into the dog. Literally, dog pushes into you, you face the dog, drop, literally walk right into the dog, walk into the dog, push it all the way back across the room. Next. Um, Sheridan, love you guys. Bonking saved my sanity on a 16 week old puppy who kept barking and whining in the crate. Yep. After struggling with this for weeks, the bonk stopped this behavior immediately. Yep. Thank you. So who's that? That is Sheridan. So Sheridan, ironically, most people, if not in the top 99% of people would tell you that's wrong to do. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't correct the puppy. It'll create a negative association with the crate, a negative association with you. You'll ruin the relationship with the dog. All I can say to this is it's a, line of, it's a line of fucking bullshit. And you just proved it again. The proof is in the results. Not shutting up your dog, that's a bad relationship. Because then all you do is get angry and mad and you'll yell. That's it. So you did exactly what you were supposed to do. And that is exactly what we do. And now the dog has learned to shut up in the crate. Next. Omar said, hi, y'all. Hey, Omar. How are you? Amy said, you look tired. Amy, shut up. Okay? Really? Enough already. I don't look tired at all. I look fine. I look fine. Next. Amber, first male dog I've owned and is both prong, remote, color trained, reliable obedience until he hit puberty at about nine months. Yep. All he wants to do is smell scents or other dogs junk and foam at the mouth and obsess. Won't break command, but will drool and whine in place, down, etc. Correct with high level e collar. No for noise or anxiety, and he will start whining more and trembling. Never dealt with this before any with any dog. Am I getting I am getting him neutered once he's over a year, but I'm sure you dot dot dot. I don't know what the rest Okay, is. so neutering will not stop this. Being a male dog will not stop this. Being a dog is what your dogs is the, what the issue is. So some dogs do, some dogs don't. Male or female, okay, sexed, intact or desexed, they still do it. So necessarily correcting them on high doesn't always do it. Sometimes you got to play with the buttons and you got to figure out is it high, is it low, is it momentary, is it continuous? You got to go up and down the dial. Bonking can also stop it as well. Any other suggestions? foaming at the mouth and all, all. your dog's over aroused is what arousal. it is so the bonker is great for over arousal so your dog is in a physical down but not a mental down next um ben said good evening jeff and joelle hello 
Um, Yaya Farm, a sign is not a real thing that they are going to do. You have to do it when they do it or after because they could look like they might do it and they won't. So it does not help. That's false. That is a 100% false statement. I'm just letting you know. Now, if you want to train like that and if it works for you, keep doing it. But we do it at the first. In the, okay, so let's compare this to rehab of drugs and alcohol, which we often do. If I'm trying to keep someone sober, do I stop them when they walk in the door of the bar? Right? They haven't started drinking yet. Or do I wait till they have their first drink? Or do I wait till they order the first drink, which is, means they still haven't done it yet? Or do I wait till they actually take the drink and now they've broken their sobriety? And believe it or not, it is connected. There's something called loading. Keep in mind, we have stopped so many dogs from bad behavior, which does not mean you have not stopped so many dogs from bad behavior. If it works for you, keep doing it. But when, when you see a dog, load, when you have a dog that has a known unwanted behavior, such as the dog explodes at cars, okay? Every time the dog sees a car, it explodes. So what do you do? Put the dog in a sit, have a car drive up. As soon as that dog starts and you see that dog is going to explode, but it has not exploded yet, but it looks intent. It is loading. When you say no and you apply a correction, the dog does not do it. Now, the second time around, the dog makes a different choice. We have done that thousands of times successfully. Thousands of times successfully. We have. And then there's all of our social media audience that does it. So unfortunately, your statement is false in my world. Next. Laura, is there a point when I'll be able to relax and trust my dogs to make right decisions without me developing eyes in my back? They were doing well. And yesterday I was bending up to pick up poop and a tiny dog suddenly lunged at a third person's dog. I was startled and both of mine immediately jumped in on the direction of the other dogs, mm -hmm. pulling me and almost tipping me over. They didn't react to the dogs or initial barking, but to my own anxiety for not noticing the others so close by. So there's something called mother nature and mother nature doesn't give a fuck. And there's always the what if things and dogs are not perfect. And look at us as human beings. Look at us as human beings. All right. Look at us. Is Will Smith ever going to lose his shit and embarrass the fuck out of a long-standing organization, which I don't support, but that defeats the purpose, and literally make a total asshole out of himself and destroy his career. Who is expecting that? Right? Solid meme content, though. Got it? People make mistakes. Dogs make mistakes. They do. All right? I am sure your average comedian can expect that the people going to a comedy show, or when you go to, I don't even know what that was called. Was that the Oscars? the Oscars? When you go to the Oscars, there's that goes on. That's what the host does. That's what they do. They make jokes about people in the audience. They make jokes about the industry. That's what they do. And if you can't handle it, don't fucking sit there. Don't go. So dogs make mistakes too. Will you ever be able to trust your dog? I don't know. Do I 100% trust my dogs? No. No, I don't. So we played, we were at the beach this morning and we went to the beach this morning and um, we ran our dogs 
And as soon as a dog came walking down the beach, I took my dogs and I sent them into the back of my truck until they passed. Why? Too many unknown variables. I know nothing about that dog. I don't know if that dog is going to lunge at my dogs. I don't know if that dog is going to start barking at my dog. I don't know anything. So what I do, I just sent my dogs 10 feet away in the back of the truck. They jumped in, the person walked by, and then we went back to our, to our activity. Could I put them in a down? Sure. But you know what? I might as well just set them in the back of my truck. It's no big deal. Does that mean my dogs aren't trained? No. But, but there's so many unknown variables and there's so many dogs out there that are reactive, untrained with owners that don't have control over them that I'm not going to take my chances. I'm not going to take my chances. So I don't call that lack of training. I don't call that anything other than smart dog ownership. Next. Kristen, so thank you. You guys are awesome. Much love from Utah. Um, Utah is nice. A lot of activities going on in Utah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, farm. Oh my God, a puppy. While well, the other people are right, that will create a bad habit and a bad relationship with the dog and owner. And yeah, he is quiet, but he will start doing it again. Say that one more time. The puppy's quiet now, but he will start doing it again. And we'll create a bad relationship. Who says that? Yeah, yeah, farm. Okay, yeah, yeah, farm. I've seen a lot of your questions and they're going against everything I say. So I've got a feeling you should jump off this podcast because I noticed the other one about treats not working farther down. And I don't mind a discussion. I don't mind at all. But everything I, I, everything I respond to, you are going to disagree with. Okay? And this is my podcast. And my answers work. I encourage you to do your own podcast. And that does not mean I think I'm right and you're wrong. But this is my advice. So your information on that comment also was wrong. Also was wrong. Because we do it all the time and we see wonderful relationships happen. So I would encourage you to just jump off this podcast before you're kicked off the podcast. And it's not because I don't mind challenging, but this is my podcast. But you're putting out information that, that goes directly against my information, which does not mean it's wrong, but it's not my information. But I noticed another question. So pretty much every piece of advice I give, you're going to counter it with your opinion. I suggest you have your own podcast and not ride my coattails okay um laura said neutering definitely doesn't stop the over arousal at all no it, it doesn't. doesn't no it does not um mel b my one and a half year old gst mix gets spooked easily she starts barking at family she's known since a puppy if they make a sudden movement is this normal how can i fix this what did she do bark Mm-hmm. So it just movement, right? Movement. So, so you role play it. So what you do is you teach your dog either a down or a place command. Okay. A down or a place command. And then you role play people moving and you role play then correcting your dog for that. And what you'll get is part of the, this is part of the proofing stage that we often do. What we do is we teach the dog the baseline obedience, right? The baseline obedience. And then what we do is we role play all these different scenarios and we teach the dog with the difference between what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. And then when you do that enough, they understand the rules. Next. 
charity. I have two dogs. The adult isn't on recall yet. The puppy does place with the adult in my room. When I put the adult in the crate to take the pup to potty, he runs in her crate and piddles. How do I stop this? Wow. Runs in the crate and piddles. Put the adult in the crate to take the pup to potty. He runs in the crate and pees while the adult dog is in there, it sounds like. who? Which dog runs in the crate? It sounds like the puppy. The puppy does. That's an interesting behavior. So what I would do is I'd put a slip lead. On, if it is the puppy that's doing it, because she's taking the puppy out to piddle. Yeah. Yeah, I put it on a leash so it can't put, run. Yeah, yeah. Put it on a leash so it can't run outside and role play going out and in and out and in and out and in to the potty spot. So it sounds like she knows she has to go to the bathroom, but for some weird reason, she doesn't want to go outside to go to the bathroom. So, so, so she's going in the crate to go to the bathroom. So what I would do is I would keep a leash on that dog so the dog does not have the opportunity to run in the crate. Next. Alexandria said, hi, Jeff. You've worked actually with my German Shepherd one-on-one, -on -one, and we had to meet in my floor meet in Florida last year. Probably. Oh, probably that one-on-one -on -one you did while we were down here. Oh, nice. Um, Let's see. German Shepherd is doing awesome sometimes. Still rushes out of the crate, but every time my nephew comes over, he loves to jump on him and scratch him up. But with any of my children, he does not jump on them. Okay. It is only my nephew. Okay. Every time my nephew comes over, I try to let him know not to be scared of him and just tell him no, and I have the e-collar as well. But my nephew is, I'm assuming, scared. Okay. Of the rest All right. So your nephew can still be scared. This is the thing. How do you stop a dog from jumping on a human being? And how do you permanently stop it? You, I've got a free video on YouTube on how to do that. Okay. And what you do is you watch the video instead of me explaining it here. And you will, but the, you will be correcting that dog high for jumping on your nephew. You keep the dog on a leash for safety and security. There's no reason why your dog should be jumping on your nephew, even if your nephew is scared or awkward or something like that. Train your dog to literally not jump on people. And you can do that highly effectively by correcting the dog. Next. Charity said, I'm currently carrying him. Wonder if there's a way to fix without carrying him. He's a four-month-old pit bull. The puppy? Oh, yeah, the potting puppy. Yeah, just, just put him on a slip lead and walk him out. He's 16 weeks old. He's old enough. Yeah. And just role play it over and over and over again. Leslie, I'm training my golden doodle with your green graduate program. I'm halfway through and had amazing results. Thank you for all you do. Awesome. Awesome. Nice. It's funny that whole Yaya Fam, who I did block because I saw three other yeah. three other things, how pretty much everything I'm the saying. The last comment was interesting, though. Did you see? Which one? I saw an owner one time use treats and the dog ignored the other dog. It's like, so you're basing your information off a thing you saw one dog owner do. You didn't even do it yourself. You just saw someone but, doing it. But also, guess what? Here's a little heads up. So do we. We do the exact same thing. But first, we do step one. So she didn't see the owner do step one. So I'm not saying you can't give food as you walk by a dog. I'm saying you need to apply a correction beforehand. And the other comment about, and I just have to put this out there because this is what this is what ends up with dogs in shelters, mm -hmm. that you right. will destroy the relationship with the puppy. How the fuck would you know that? Right. How would you know that? And has the behavior come back? Does your right. puppy hate you? Nope. You're telling it to shut up in the kennel? Nope. Nope. It doesn't. No. It doesn't. That's why I tell people. Never seen it happen. That's why I tell people, have your own Q&A show. This show I produce 
for free. But I refuse to allow false information on my show. I refuse to because it's too confusing for everybody. Felix's owner is on the show. Felix is doing awesome at home. Thank you so much. Right. Another dog that we had to do. We, we did everything. A lot of firm corrections with. We did everything wrong with, though. Totally trained him wrong. Yeah, I just did. I just funny because I just put up a. Dorian, that's awesome. I just I'm put. Really a, I just. I just. Guys. I just. He's put a great dog. Yeah, feel, you've done a great job with Felix. You're in, we saw the videos. Your energy has changed. Your confidence has changed. And I want you to just have faith in the training and keep working him and challenging him and do not put up with any shit. Okay. Yeah. Just don't put up with shit and don't regress back into your old habits. Got it? And you'll have a great dog because Felix is actually a great dog. Mm -hmm. He's actually a changed dog. Yep. Because we did everything wrong, obviously. Next. I posted the link to our programs on the Academy. If right. anybody wants to check those out, right. academy.solidcaninetraining.com slash programs. And on that note, we have a puppy. You want to explain the glitch we're having? Yeah, so we launched our puppy course, but we did a pre-sale like we do with all of our courses where you can buy it before it goes live. And I had the title as coming soon. Which we always do. Puppy course. And for whatever reason, when we went live April 1st, I switched the title to just the puppy course. <laughs> and now it's looking at it as it's a whole new course. Right. So anyone who has bought the puppy course before April 1st, like during the pre-sale, you might not have access to it. If that's the case, email us. We'll send you a coupon code so you can technically buy it again for free. It's the weirdest thing. And it'll thing. resolve that problem. It's the weird Because you've done but that But if with, you buy it after, like now, you're fine. You can watch it. Because you've done this before with all the other programs. I've never changed the title. Oh. And this is the one course that I, because I launched it so far in advance. I just put coming soon. As a placeholder, while I did everything, all the other oh. ones, like I had it all built out already. Oh, I see. So but the, they even the company that we use to host the product, right. they're like that shouldn't be. You should but, be able to change the title whenever you want. Whenever you want, this is a glitch. Right, it truly is a glitch. Right, right. So strange. So don't worry, we're not trying to get your money from you and not give you anything. It's right. just like it's one of those things where like. You don't know until you don't. Yeah, we've you know. launched thousands of and sold thousands of courses, but yes. for some reason this one is yes. not working. I know. Yes. Um, ben said, I have a five-month-old Springer Spaniel. Today she started to chew the couch, so I said no and corrected her high on the e-collar. Right. So that's did it work? Does it say that it worked? It Next. So, but I would imagine. Laura, so basically I need to learn to be alert without the anxiety. They tend to go hand in hand with me. Well, let's, we can talk about that. You know, you are entitled to have anxiety and still have well-behaved dogs. And you are, so put it this way, Joelle, when she works a difficult dog out in public who is giving her a hard time, and it doesn't look perfect. I mean, we're human and they're dogs, right? And um, we're human and they're dogs. So she doesn't have anxiety when she's working with these dogs and dogs are still acting like fools. So I would, I would not, I don't, don't put too much blame on yourself. Don't put too much blame on yourself. LW says, what's the right age to introduce e-collar training? I have a five month old Doberman who's doing well, but difficulty with recall. So at five months old, you can fully use a remote collar. 
We start dogs as young as 14 or 15 weeks, but not for corrections. But people have to repeat, there's so much misinformation about remote collars out there. Like it ruins the relationship with a dog, which it doesn't, okay? Um, how do we know? 10,000 dogs we've trained. That's how we know. 20 years, that's how we know. We have a track record. That's how we know. And we people tell us they have a great relationship with their dog once they fully train their dog for off-leash, once they stopped all the unwanted behaviors, and once they train their dogs what to do, what a great relationship they have. So um, congratulations. Awesome. Kazan said, I'm far away from the house and my dog is trying to break out of its crate, among mm. other things. Yep. Is there a way to use an e-collar using Wi-Fi? So that, unfortunately, there's not a Wi-Fi remote collar yet that we I'm need, aware we need of. To create that. But there should, if anybody wants to put any money into anything right now, we do that. having a, there are other things. So I used to be in the adult business. Okay. I used to be in the adult business. You can actually, through the Wi-Fi signal, somebody from their phone can control, I'm, I'm I wouldn't control her sex toy. I mean, I, I don't control anything about her, but let's say she's got a sex toy, okay? And she's at home and I actually can control it and we can talk to each other. So the tech now, all I'm saying is the technology is there. Your refrigerator, you can order groceries from your refrigerator. Like the technology is there. But what you do is you role play this from like, in the middle of your house, I'm sorry, in front of your house, a little bit down the street. You also reinforce your crates. Also do lots and lots of crate drills where your dog has been patterned, kennel up, down, kennel up, down, kennel up, down. Then you leave the room. If your dog even stands up, correct it. If your dog even noses the crate, correct it. Next. To make a, hey y'all, on correction level recall, my dog always decides to take a quick pee right when I recall. I say, come. And the leg goes up. He comes right after, but it's like he wants to do just one more thing before coming back. Correct through the pee. So sort Sneaky. of, sort of like it's time for dinner, and your kid's saying, "As soon as I finish the show," sort of like that. Mm. Well, guess where dinner had just ended up? I don't encourage you throwing it in the trash because the price of food right now is astronomical. Insane. But I would put it in a storage container and be like, "There's no dinner for you. No soup for you." Next. And I'm like the worst about like eating leftovers. Yes. And I'm like, I better eat my leftovers. Right. Well, food, now food ain't cheap. Food has gotten it's out of control. It's not gotten out of control. Yes. Jamaica said, oh, I already read that. Uh Elo's Gabo. My blue healer, my blue healer always barks at my teenage son, but not my daughter's. She starts barking as soon as he as she hears him come in the house. Okay. So so if that's the only it doesn't make a difference if it's just one person or everybody. The protocols are the same. You correct. Next. Mel B also just wanted to update that my dog has not jumped on me at all on walks for months now. Thanks to your bonking method, I applied only twice. I was afraid she may revert back to her old ways, but she hasn't. Interesting. Interesting. Good. Congratulations. And Next. you didn't destroy the relationship with your dog? Nope. Nope. The relationship is better because now you don't have a jumping dog on you. Next. Delta Love said, Jeff, the caller I use from your advice in Educator 400, I do give treats. You can give treats. We use tons of food. We food train every single dog on the property, by the way. I don't think, I mean, we, I don't, we, we say it 10 times every show, but we food train every single dog on the property. We use positive reinforcement, reward-based training on every single dog on the property. 
We do the same thing, but guess what? You know what else we do? Stop unwanted behaviors. There's no food used in that. There's no food used in that. That you now you have to learn how to correct your dog. Next. Rachel said, hi, both. Love your podcast. Watching all the way from Wales. Wales. Wow. Damn. A lot of shit's banned in Wales. Hmm. Sorry about that. So I hope everything is Wales. Wales I have not been to. Scotland. Hope and the- everything is Wales and Wales. You so, almost just said that. So, so <laughs> I've, been, I've been to Scotland and the and uh, uh, I've been all, all of the UK but Wales. Put it that way. Next. <gasps> um, sorry, guys. Doreen said, got it. Awesome. Proud of you. We're really proud of you, Doreen. Delta Love said, just so you know, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Um, is that uh, is that somebody that actually I blocked and now that came on underneath is no. another scream name? No, she's oh. not on the show the whole time. Okay. Love um, you, Delta. But even if you were, I don't mind disagreements. I do not mind disagreements. We have to be open to okay. at least hearing. I do not mind, I do not mind an open debate. I do not mind an educated conversation. I don't mind any of that at all. In fact, I would anybody that wants to come on the show and be side by side by with me, not in person, but on a cam on camera, and like I will have an I will actually have a discussion with them. But I block people. I block people though. That literally like this other person who literally was challenging every response I had saying that I was wrong. It's like, I'm not wrong. Why would I give out advice that was wrong? Next. Um, Oak Barrel, 18-month female corgi chewing everything. Mm. So number one, you the way to, how do you stop chewing? A lot of people will go, go redirect or they'll say, give it a chew toy. And you know what? Now your dog chews a chew toy and chews everything else. So this is where redirection fails. This is where even teaching alternative behavior fails. So instead of getting the dog to chew everything, get it to do something else. Okay, that's fine. I'm glad you're training it to do something else, but you're not addressing the chewing. You need to address the chewing. If you don't address the stopping of the chewing. So what do you do? Catch the dog in the act of chewing, say no, remote collar or bonker, make it suck. And that is the most effective way to stop an unwanted behavior. By the way, it is there is it is documented, okay, that applying a punisher is the most, most effective way to stop an unwanted behavior. Next. Um, Blake said, how do I get my dog to act normal again after a firm correction? But what's normal mean? So what I would do is this. It's probably a little bit nervous. After a firm correction, don't be surprised if your dog shows nervousness, fear. It appears that it's quote unquote shut down, but you have not shut down the dog. What do you do? Move on with life. Let's go. Let's keep going. Don't coddle it. So a correction is, you know, it's no surprise that the dog would feel that way. But a correction is a moment in time and a moment of the dog's life. Out of 86,400 seconds in a day, here's a great example, Felix. Felix came to us with some pretty well-established bad behaviors. And week one with Felix was more on the punishment heavy side because he was going after us. He was, all his bad behaviors were all just laid out there for us to see. But then after that, he spent five weeks with us, five more weeks, learning through reward-based training, mind you, all the great things that life is all about. Meanwhile, 
During the proofing stage, we threw in some corrections saying that's not acceptable. And if any of the bad behaviors roared its ugly head, we had to address those. But in the big picture of things, out of the six weeks of the life of the dog, I don't know, there was an hour, hour and a half of total corrections combined. Like literally, because a correction only takes one to two seconds, three seconds, four seconds, five seconds. It, could it, it probably that wasn't much. that. It probably wasn't 90 minutes. No. No. Try like five minutes. I don't even know. I don't even think you can get up to a minute. Right. Five minutes would be 300 seconds, which would be a hell of That's a lot a of corrections. Lot. Right. That's a lot. Right. Dogs probably get like, yep. after day one or two, they get like no corrections. Yeah, even dog killers. Yeah. Yep. Because then we teach them what we want. But if you don't stop them what you don't want, doesn't make a difference. Next. Um, ben said, yes, absolutely it worked. Right. Truck driver dog guy. Funny how the e-collar is such a horrible tool. My dog gets extra excited when I'm putting it on because yep. the relationship is so damaged. Yep. He loves his e-collar. Yep. And yes, I've corrected high before. Yep. And I've corrected high on my dogs. And again, I don't mind someone disagreeing with me. I do not mind that at all. I do not know everything at all. I never claim to. In fact, if you've been following me long enough, I've often said I know 3% of dog training. Okay. But what I do know, I know. And what I teach, I have done. And I have not done once. I did not read about it. I did not hear about it. I did not see someone doing it. I've actually done it sometimes thousands of times. So therefore, I share my knowledge. So that's always the funniest thing to me when people are like, try to give us advice or tell us how we're doing it wrong. And they're like, one time I saw someone do this. It's like, but have you tried it yourself? Or with thousands or of dogs? Or they'll say, well, with my person, or they'll say with my personal dog, <laughs> I was not able, I didn't have to do this. I'm like, you know what though? With my personal dogs, there's a lot of the stuff that I teach that I don't have to do either. Yeah. Why? They're my dogs. But we're talking about, and also my dogs, no disrespect to any other dog out there, are genetically mentally put together both physically and mentally okay i specifically bought them yes i bought my dogs because i wanted to make sure that i had working line dogs that were put together because a working line dog that is not put together is a danger but right now we are working with more and more dogs who are not mentally and physically put together right and then, no fault of owners, because of all the wrong information out there, we're working with owners who have a lot of wrong information. So they have been reinforcing unwanted behaviors, not on purpose, but by just by default. And many people have come on this show saying, yep, that was me. I was the one that used to do everything wrong until I found you. Or, yep, that was me. I used to be against these tools till I realized that I, I, I can only go so far. So we get them on the show too. And, I, and I'm always like, oh, I'm glad you finally found us. But, and I'm glad you realized that what works and what doesn't work. But I think if everybody stopped arguing and actually listened more, you'd realize how similar people were. Mm -hmm. The only difference with us is we do a lot more step ones where other people avoid step one. They avoid step one. It's like, how's the dog supposed to know that it's doing something wrong? Because Training it what to do right does not train it not to do something wrong. It's pure 
common sense. I give this example all the time. Angelo's at home, my son. He is literally going around with a pair of scissors, cutting every cable in the house, the TV cable, the Wi-Fi cable, the, um, which is the internet cable, every light switch, the camera, the camera that's right here, the microphone we're using, the power cord of the computer, and he's doing all that stuff. I get home and I'm like, hey, Ange, do me a favor. Whenever I come home, I want you to come out of the house and see if I need help bringing anything in. That's what I wanted the rules to be. And I said, from 8 to 8.30, you can watch your tablet, but at 8.30, I want lights out. So I'm training him two new tasks to do, and he does them wonderfully. Did I address him cutting cords? Nope. Did I stop him from cutting cords? Nope. But I did train him some other things. And, it, and believe it or not, it is exactly the same. It is literally exactly the same, right? And you're standing there going, what does one have to do with the other? And I'm going, you're right. What does one have to do with the other? Next. Caitlin, my 13-week-old German short hair pointer is now starting to bark at me when I tell her no to biting and snap back. How do I stop the puppy biting before it gets escalated? Bonk, bonk the dog. So you are you are doing the early stages of assholery. Yep. So this is what you're doing. Okay. And if you've got kids, listen, I got seven kids. I'll humanize the fuck out of dog training anytime anybody wants to, which I don't because it's disrespectful to both species, both human species and dog species. But what you're doing is this. You're telling your kid to take out the trash and they give you attitude, right? Or you're telling your kid, I'm taking away your cell phone, which is a punisher, and they give you attitude, right? It's the same thing with your dog. So usually at 13 weeks old, dogs don't necessarily do that, but it's not too early to, you have a working line dog, German short GSPs are working dogs. And there's no reason why you can't say no and bonk it. Believe it or not, you will not ruin the relationship. Okay. So last thing I want, this is what's really, really funny. What's really, really funny is this. Every owner, we're talking 20 years of dogs and every seminar we, we've had five, we just found out through Tony, we've had 5,000 people attend our seminars. Damn. 5,000 people. So we've worked with a lot of people. I would say 99% of those people have a crappy relationship with their dog before they walked in our door, before we applied any of this knowledge that we're spouting out tonight. So, Obviously, everything they were doing was making the relationship bad. And that doesn't mean 100% bad, but they didn't pay all that money to bring their dog to us because they have a good relationship with their dog. Right? So I don't care how, I don't care how many obedience commands your dog knows, your dog bites you, bites a kid, bites a guest. That's not a good relationship. I don't care that your dog... It's, oh, my dog is great off leash, unless there's a distraction. Well, it's not great off leash then, because you don't live on a deserted island, or maybe you do. But then you go to jail and supposedly commit suicide. Next. Um, 
Laura said, thank you guys. It is going much better than when I started. Just discouraged from time to time. This particular thing threw me. Just keep moving forward. It, dog training is a roller coaster ride. Dog training is a roller coaster ride. Next. Garrett said recommendations on a reasonably priced shock slash training collar. Well, what's all depends on what reasonably price is. I would I would go with the e-collar technology, jump on Amazon, the mini educator, which is $180 usually on them. They retail for $199. So, you know, I would not chintz on bad quality uh, or inferior quality on a remote collar. Next. Jamaica, also any tips on cleaning up off-leash heel, doing green to graduate, and if I move from on-leash heel to off-leash heel, it's clean, but if I recall to heel when my dog is already off-leash, like on a hike, it's messy. Like dog comes somewhere vaguely around my leg, but still drifting around, so I'm constantly repeating heel with e-collar pressure. Mm, yeah, so... One of the, there's a bunch of different things you can do. Actually, do I don't even know if we tra would, train that on. We don't, but we train it with our board and train. Right, but not really not in, not in the, the graduate. graduate so it's right. more like advanced. So what what are we missing out that we can give her? Start with little drills inside to that. Right on First, a leash. On a leash, drag like a six foot or a slip lead, dragging. While you have the remote. And then give the dog guidance and then transition off leash still in your house. Like you need tight quarters for that, so the mm -hmm. dog doesn't have much room to stray. Mm -hmm. Um. You can also use food. You can use food to get as the well. dog in the right position. Food with corrections, believe yep. it or not. Yep. Um, we often do that. We, we often do that. Even take a step back to NCS inside for a little bit just to help like really define that bubble next mm -hmm. to you as heel. You can also start keeping a leash on the dog and you're standing next to your dog. And what you can also do is move two steps to the right really quick, say heel, apply pressure. Move backwards really quick, say heel, apply pressure. So, so wherever your body is, heel is next to your body. It'll probably only take you a session or two to clean it up. Yeah. Delta Love said thank you both. You're welcome. Elizabeth, how do I stop my 16-week-old puppy from digging? How early is too early for e-collar? Four months old, you can start now. Well, first of all, I would always say is why is your dog unsupervised? That's the snarky but true answer, right? You know, but – you can do a remote collar for that. And that doesn't mean you're blasting at 100, but you're definitely making it uncomfortable. It's funny, someone, I think it was a written comment on one of the posts saying, you know, they've tried the hot pepper, filling up the hole with water. It's like, you got one fucking wet, spicy dog, don't you, that still loves to dig. I said, how about just making it suck to dig? Next. Taysan, I'm a little needy and I get depressed when my dog clearly loves my fiance more than me. Will a breed like the golden retriever help me feel better since I hear they love everyone? <laughs> oh, Taysan. Oh, man. Honey. Is, it a, is that Taysan a male or a female? I'm not sure. Okay. I'm going to call you honey anyway because I call males honey. Honey, please don't buy another dog. There is some self-worth issues going on with you. And if that makes you say, fuck you, Jeff. Well, then maybe that's one more reason why you actually should be paying attention. I suggest you start working on yourself because we all do. I talk about mental health all the time, openly. I talk about on making you, you as a human being. I spend three hours every morning waking up at two in the morning till, well, now the gym opens here in Florida 24-7. So sometimes I wake up at one in the morning. So I can get my three hours in and I listen to 
different podcasts, different audiobooks. Um, I read different things. I'm more of an audio person, though. I do better learning from audio than I do from reading. Um, I will often just spend that amount of time, often meaning daily. Um, every once in a while, I miss a day. Um, and then I feel like shit about myself. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and, and what I do is I work on myself. So I think there's so many different apps out there. There's so many videos out there. And I think you should start jumping down the rabbit hole of those. And why, and the big question is this, why do you need your dog's affirmation to feel better? And why does it bother you so much that your dog cares more about your fiance than you? Is there love lacking in the fiance department? I was going to say, does your fiance use that as like leverage against you? Right. Which is a form of abuse, by the way, just to give you a heads up before this fiance becomes a spouse. spouse. Okay. Something to start thinking about next. Laura, I'm wondering if what you did to correct when your dog went after coyote, did you go hunting for coyotes with the same level of distraction? Or was there an acceptable substitute? And how do you know which that is? Here's a great example of what, what I can't show, but I talk about freely. So Tex is a Malinois. Tex has recalled a minimum of 5,000 times. Tex recalls just fine. I can pull him off a deer. It's easy for us to find deer on the 180 acres that, that we live on in New England. But hunting for coyotes can be challenging. Okay. So this is what I did. When Tex blew through 100 on a remote, because the only time he wears a remote is during coyote season when we're in the woods. Why? Because Mother Nature don't give a shit about the training that I do. And if anybody out there, his ego is so big that it says, well, the dog should have come back and was trained enough, go onto YouTube and search, okay, competition dog fails. And these are the best of the best, and they're doing choreographed routines, and they got it wrong, very wrong sometimes. And they're choreographed routines that have been practiced thousands of times, and they got it wrong. Dogs fuck up. So Tex was in drive. I, I keep my remote at 100 because the only time I need it is for situations like this. I called him back. I engaged the remote for 10 seconds. Didn't make it audible. Didn't miss a beat. He literally blew through 100. He did not feel it. And even if he did, he still would have kept going. Why? He's a Malinois and that's a coyote. Meanwhile, four of our other dogs broke off instantly. And they weren't wearing equipment. And they weren't wearing equipment. Go figure. Go figure. So so the next day, I put on a double remote, which is two remotes. This is what trainers don't like to talk about. Okay? The down and dirty of dog training and how to fix, how to fix problems that will save your dog's life, especially. Like running after coyotes. That's a great way to lose your dog. So I wait until he was far, a little bit far away from me. He's off leash. And I waited until he started sniffing something, anything. I don't even remember what it was, probably some poop or something. I called him back. He would have come back. But I called him back, and I nailed him on the highest setting, on a double remote. It was not pretty. I did not enjoy it. Okay? Um, he did not enjoy it. He came running back. And for the following week, he actually did not leave my side on all of our hikes. But now he's just fine. He's just fine. So 
these are things you need to do because it's hard to just randomly find coyotes, especially during the day. Next. Ofer, uh, hi from Tel Aviv. Hey, I was going to say you're from Tel Aviv. Yes. Wow. Yes. It's my first live. Listen to dozens of episodes on Spotify. My dog now is in a perfect down in the pizza place. Completely calm and unresponsive. Thanks to your content. Love. Awesome. Yeah, Ofer just jumped on our Patreon um, Zoom rooms too. So Nice. Yeah. Tel Aviv. Yeah. Cool. yeah we, we, have a, we have a huge Israeli audience. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, Ben said, love you guys. Love you too. Laura said, thanks. You're welcome. Lynette said, I agree with buying a dog from a very good breeder. Yeah. A lot of people give me shit. I remember when I got one of my dogs from a breeder, I imported her from Europe and I got this really nasty hate mail from somebody who used to refer me to refer me to ton, my videos to tons of people. It was huge in the adoption thing. And it's like, how dare you? How could you do that? I'm never going to, I'm going to not follow you anymore. I'm not going to suggest you anymore. You're so hypocritical, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay. What? And I'm like, okay. You didn't have to tell me that. You could have just, just jumped off my page. But this is the thing. Me buying my personal dog has got nothing to do with me helping thousands, if not tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of other dogs. I am choosing to get the dog that I want. Some people will always buy used cars. Okay. Some people will buy new cars. Maybe that's the wrong comparison. But the thing about the way the world works, there's something called personal choice, at least in the United States. It's being limited. Be careful, guys out there on how you vote. Um, it's being limited. But there's something called choice. And me buying a dog from where I want, because I'm looking for a specific dog, has got nothing to do with whom I help and how many I help. Next. Um, Teresa, hey, so good to see you both. You helped me so much with my four dogs. Love you madly. Oh, awesome. Love you too. Elizabeth, I have a dog treat you caller. Is that brand acceptable? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good brand. Dog trail. I used to train on dog trails primarily before e caller was actually around. So Tritronics, e-collar, um, I'm sorry, Tritronics and Dogtra have been around. Um, actually, the, the ex-founder of uh, uh, Tritronics actually started e-collar technologies. Next. Uh, Laura said, wet, spicy dog with laughing emojis. <laughs> yeah. What up, man? Yeah, people have all kinds of advice about stopping digging. I'm like, Ridiculous. just make it suck. It's so much easier. What up, man? I have a nearly two-year-old uh, Mal GSD mix that barks at people when in the front yard or walking the subdivision. But once outside the neighborhood, yeah. nothing. Is this a territorial thing? Yep. You nailed it. You nailed it. So it's unacceptable. But yes, it's territorial. It's not unusual, but it's unacceptable. So what do you do? No, correct. Leash pop, prong collar. I mean, on a prong collar or a remote collar. That's what you do. Next. Uh, Taysan said, thanks for the advice, man. My fiance is great. I just got to work on myself, like you said. Yeah, I mean, but don't, be, please don't beat yourself up. Step one, don't beat yourself up, right? And, um, you know, we're, I mean, I'm on a personal growth journey. Joelle's on a personal growth journey. You know, I mean, I think we all should be on a personal growth journey. I mean, I think if, if, if the, the first people we should be improving is ourselves, because once we, we become better, you know, everybody, everybody wins. When we're not good, everybody, everybody loses. So I think it's important that number one, 
be careful who you surround yourself with. You might want to do a little bit of investigating on that, who you're surrounding yourself with, other positive people or other negative people. I said you should also be looking at things from a positive angle instead of a negative angle. Also, you might want to look into therapy. Therapy can dramatically help. If you're not into talk therapy or embarrassed, you should start investigating it. They have online therapy right now. If it's good or bad, I don't know, but it is available. Um, but there's also a lot of self-therapy you can do and self-love you can do. I'm not talking about masturbation. Everyone should be doing that. So, you know, I think there's a lot of ways to, you know, improve, improve, your, improve yourself. And it's a never-ending journey and it never ends. Next. Paula, uh, we have a rescue who is still shy and nervous around new people. Mm. How would you go about getting her accustomed to a place so we can potentially board her? Last place we tried, she jumped on the fence. She jumped the fence. She came so far. I don't want her to regress with her trust in us. Wow. So the problem is this. I don't want to know where she went. How the heck was she able to jump that fence? So I think no matter how great your dog is, there's still going to be the factor of does this place enforce the rules? Do they even stop dogs barking in their kennels? I mean, I have heard of people dropping off their dogs at a boarding boarding facility. Oh, excuse me. You know, today is day three of me giving up coffee. I gave it up cold. Monday after the seminar, um, I gave up coffee. Today's day three. Today's day, day three. And day one wasn't as bad as the last time I gave up coffee. So, and now I actually... This is how I operate, and this is how I gave up alcohol 30-something years ago. I have no interest in drinking coffee anymore. None. So now I'm starting to fall in love with not drinking coffee. And that's my motivation. That's my motivation. So a lot of people have different motivations. That's my motivation. I just love not drinking coffee. Literally, it took me three days. And people say, oh, my God, I love my dog. I'm like, you only owned it for three days. It's like, yo, I love, I love not drinking coffee. So... Did you answer the question? What was the question? I don't know your mom. Oh, so, oh, so it, 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 after the first day of being there, the owners got a phone call um, of their dog at the boarding facility saying, your dog is barking. You need to pick it up. And I'm like, um, you guys can't stop barking. So, wow. Like they were on the way to the airport or they were actually at their destination. It's like, no, shut my dog up and it's going to stay there. It's like, you guys can't shut up a dog. You suck. Next. Shania, how do I stop my one-year-old lab from charging, jumping on people? Oh, wait, hold on. I skipped one. I'm mm. sorry. Ekram, respect for your honesty, Jeff. Greetings from Holland. You are oh. one of the most beautiful person in the world and your partner, too. Okay. The person sitting beside me, Joelle. So let's be careful. She gets really defensive on that word partner. So, but thank you. She's a lovely person and a fantastic human being. Next. Shania, how do I stop my one-year-old lab from charging people, jumping up on people? He also has social anxiety. When we have company over, he gets very anxious and protective. So you got, you got a bunch of different issues here. So, oh, by the way, guys, I do one-on-one -on -one online consults. You can put the Academy link down there for that if you want to. And so does Joelle. So for any business, any, any business owner out there, no matter what you do, um, if you need help with your social media, you, help, you need help with video editing, Joelle can help you with that. I also do... Um, uh, business and dog training consult as well. Um, so as far as rushing other people, keep the dog on a leash, jumping on people on my YouTube channel. I've got a free video on how to stop jumping. And then what was the other issue? 
when people come over, he gets anxious and protective. So yeah, so that the protective part you can stop. So what you need is you need to start laying down some rules, reinforcing the rules, putting more structure into your dog's life, start teaching it some baseline um, obedience skills, leverage those skills to help you, you know, get past all this stuff. But I've got a feeling there's no no in your relationship. At least there's no no that has meaning in your relationship. Next. Teresa said, yep, sometimes you got to make it suck. It's true. Lynn, love it. Personal growth always. Being open. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Jolie, it's such a head start when you get a sound dog from a reputable breeder. No shade to those who choose to adopt. There's also the problem of rescues making it near impossible to adopt. Yep, it's true. I was approved by GSD Rescue to foster and screen adopters, yet I wasn't approved to adopt myself. Go right. Figure. Yeah, I cannot adopt. I, can, I am not allowed to adopt a dog in the state of Rhode Island because of I use tools. So adoption agencies have made it so difficult for people to adopt people. That's why people are, are buying dogs yeah. and they're not just buying them from reputable breeders. They're just buying dogs, dogs. backyard breeders out of the back of pickup trucks, out of the trunk at Walmart. Why? Because adoption, like shelters are making it so impossible like, for, 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 you pretty much for, can't yeah. work. You yeah. better be a stay yeah. at home dog. Yep. Mom. Yep. You have to be a stay at home person. You can't crate the dog. Your yard has to be fenced in. It's like, have you ever heard of a walk? It's like, you don't need a fenced-in yard. You just need to be able to walk your dog. So, yeah, it's so ridiculous what they're doing. It's like, you just don't want these dogs to go. Or they'll adopt out an aggressive dog to a family. It'll bite. It'll go back and it'll adopt it out again. So there's a lot of ethical issues in the adoption um, realm. Next. Six o'clock. It's six o'clock. It's time to go. Ten. Ben, ben, thank you, Ben Draper, for, <laughs> for, for reminding me. So, like, get off. All right. All right. Take care. Angela's gonna say goodnight. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye. 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 Good night, everybody. Okay. So get ready for um to run the dogs on the beach. All right. Oh yeah. All right. See you guys later. Love you. Bye-bye.